Good morning. Ready to do a podcast. Chris is in the house. We're in Big Bear. Yeah. I'm well, he's always in Big Bear. I'm in not Big always. Bear. I wish I was always. <laughs> I could did you know I okay, I've got a friend of mine that lives here. Did you know he hasn't been down the hill in six years? Oh, good for at him. All. Right? Is that cool or what? I mean, he's he lives his complete life in the mountains and doesn't leave. And I'm like, wow, man, that's pretty cool. So so we're here to do some business. We'll talk about that at the end. Why you're here today? There's meaning yeah. to it. Got you know, a lot going I know on. you want to jump right into it, but I made sure. You know, last time I got given crap, you you wore a shirt, plain blue shirt. Yeah, you did. And so I got my Baja Bug shirt. On See, today. I like that one. I like <laughs> that. You know, that was probably so. I had my Baja. So they come in two different ways, right? They've got the the lights out on the fenders, and then the inside lights. Mine had the inside lights. I never liked it, but now I like it. Oh, uh, mine has the inside. Yeah, lights I like too. the inside lights. Has more know? character. But back in the '80s when I had mine, it was the hip thing and all the Baja. They're building them with those lights outside and stuff. So well, this is actually an old Tamiya RC car kit from like the '70s and '80s. Really? And I think they called it the Baja Scorcher, if I remember. Huh? Right. I probably remember that, so. but I wanted mine to look like that, and it didn't. Yeah, mine doesn't. Look yeah, like that it either. didn't. It didn't. So, so uh, we're in Big Bear. Tough times uh, don't last. But tough people do. This was uh, your idea off of you want to kind of go into it where you kind of yeah we got with this. We, we got an we got an email from somebody in the inbox this week and it was it was actually you know something that we subscribed to and uh, that was the headline of the email and then I started you know I thought hey that's kind of cool saying so I started digging into it and I don't have the notes in front of me but there's a guy that wrote a book with that title yeah a long time ago I think the book's probably at least thirty years old. Um, well, I, I love this title because it doesn't matter if if you're going into great times. Well, you are going into great times. For those that kind of view things like this, and I'll, I'll share a little bit here in a second, is that everybody looks at the economic time. It's going to hit some people, right? It always does. It's a correction. Listen, we've got a long time without it. But this is all about, this has nothing to do with the economy and really what it's going to do. It's, you know, you've got some notes in here. It's weird, right? I mean, even the, yeah. even the big shots are kind of confused, but I think they're getting clarity is coming to them you know of what's happening now i mean yeah but this this certainly applies no matter what kind of tough times you're going to oh yeah it, it could be economic it could be tough times with your family tough times with health uh you know whatever it is yeah it it's 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 been uh i saw our daughter got back from school last night she has a long she goes she leaves at uh, about 5 45 a.m on tuesdays and thursdays drives down to orange county does school all day long so she doesn't have to go back consecutive days because she wants to get home and she got i think she got home about 9 30 10 last night and um you know it was a tough day it, it was a tough day you could tell when she walked in she's just drained and so i kind of try to lay a little bit of that of this down for her but 18 years old think she was buying it <laughs> probably not nah, <laughs> nah no interest man no no interest so I, I, I love this quote, success is the sum of small efforts, repeated day in and day out. And that's Robert Kohler said that. And um, it's, it's, again, no matter where you're at in life or your business, it, it, and the, the, all these things, Chris, you're absolutely right. All of these things come back to every part of your life. Uh, you know, we always call it, and search and rescue um, is the will to live is when we get somebody, we've, we've come across people that we thought, no way is that person gonna make it off the mountain. We're not gonna get them off this mountain. <laughs> and they just had this great outlook and they made it. And they made it 
there's, yeah. you know, to my knowledge, they're still alive today. And then you get these people that have got pretty minor injuries, but they, they're freaking out. They got this horrible mindset. They go into shock and they die. And it's like, whoa, how can this happen? You know, we, we had a lady, your head was split open. You could see her brains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could see the front of it. And she was so concerned about, you know, she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry to put you guys out. And, you know, I'm, and, and it was sad the whole, I won't go into the, the whole, the whole situation, but she's in a horrible accident. And um, it was, that was there for a while. I mean, like a day and a half hmm. with nobody finding her. And when we found her, we're like, how is this lady alive? And then taking her down the mountain, we found out exactly why she was alive because she just had this amazing outlook and it, and she lived into my knowledge. She's alive today. And we thought there is no way and we keep going down and we're all looking at each other like, you know, is, is this really happening? And it was amazing. Yeah. And then we had this really tough guy. And, you know, he, I think he watched a little too much Bear Giles, you know, survivor, you know, type stuff. And, uh, you know, and Bear, I don't want to, you know, people have, he's the real deal. The show's just kind of, anybody that's got into survival and stuff like that, you know, it's, he does things that kind of pisses me off because, then we get the Bear Giles Juniors, or you get a guy that's my age with a big belly, and he's going to go out. He's got his Bear Giles knife, you know. He's got his Bear Giles compass, and he's going to go out. And he's got his cell phone. So if he gets in trouble, he's going to he's going to call for help. And you know, if he's going down the waterfall, <clears throat> repelling. He's never repelled before, and it's January. And uh, you know, he's a tough guy, but you know, he he he, biff, he bites it. Yeah. You know, an hour later, he's he's gone because his his outlook looks is horrible on life. So let's talk about this a little bit. You got some notes here. Is let's talk about inflation. Yeah, so you know it. It's it's a weird time, right? I mean, we're seeing super odd. You know, a, a super odd economy. I mean, it's it's just weird, right? Nobody mm -hmm. nobody's really seen this before. You know, we had like killer spending. Everybody's making great money and all that kind of stuff. So many people don't want to work, aren't working, all that kind of weird weird stuff. But now we've got the inflation that's 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 definitely out of control. I don't think we've ever, ever seen at this level. And, um, you know, to combat that, they, they're raising interest rates quite a bit. Gas prices. Um, gas prices are nuts. I, I got to drive the truck down the hill tomorrow. I'm not looking forward to that. For, for you guys who don't know, I think I think 350 to maybe 390 a gallon around most of the country right now. Mm -hmm. In California, here in L.A. area especially, we are paying um, around six fifty a gallon. Oh, it's it's over that. Uh, it, yep. We paid almost seven dollars for premium. It's yep. matter of fact, we paid over seven dollars a and gallon that, for that, premium. That does not help inflation. It doesn't no. help people spending habits. No, nothing. no. It's all going to come to. I mean, it can only go so far. And then it, you, you look at the the. Uh, we, so I walked in. I'm, I'm going to name them. Can I name them the company? So look at. I'm wearing these shoes. Yeah, sure. So I I, I usually. Yeah, wow. Kind of cool, huh? Yeah, because you I guys had can't get... see them, but they're 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 Brooks running shoes. Yeah, and they're, they're like a a gray and lime green camo. Yeah, they're cool. <laughs> and, and my feet, you know, are all beat up from all the years of of, of abuse. But I've got these, and I've, I have another pair of of some of the guys that were here training last week had some these gels, and they said, "Man, they're just incredible." So I went into a store. I don't know if I should name the store. Can I or no? Foot Locker might be the name. I'm not you're, sure. You're, you're allowed to give so, your review. So first off, you know, it. I walk in and and um, music was blaring. And I'm all about music, but it was obnoxiously. So I, I find two pair of shoes. And these things aren't, aren't cheap, right? No. I find two pair of shoes that I'm really interested in. <clears throat> Nobody's There's six people working. Three of them are talking to themselves. 
So long story short, and this is this gets back to we have a choice of, of service and environment. And you want to see a, a company that's going to go down if they allow this to happen. I had to stand in line with everybody buying shoes. And this is pretty early in the morning. It was Saturday when I took the guys down from the training yeah. course. Pretty early. They just opened up. There's three people in front of me. The line's not moving. There's six people there. They're all fighting over who's responsible to do what. Yeah. So I get to the – I find that I'm, all I want, and I hold up the shoes, and the gal goes, where are those from? And I said, um, Walmart? <laughs> and she looked at me like I was crazy. I mean, I wanted to say. So I said, off the wall over there. And she goes, do you want to try them on? I was like, well, I'd like to. And she goes, okay. She goes, let me get somebody to help you. So she gets on a little walkie-talkie, you know, special forces, you know, SEAL team, SEAL team. Uh, what was that? Um, what was it? Delta Farce. You know, she gets on her Delta Farce, you know, radio, and she's calling for help. This kid walks up to me. He has doesn't look me in the eye, takes the shoes, and he says, what size? So I told him, and he says, do you want both? I went, yeah, I want to try both on. And he, and he literally rolled his eyes and walked away. Yeah. Comes out, they can't find the one that I'm holding is my size, 10 and a half. It's the right size. He said, I can't find the other box. So try it on. I said, Well, if you can't find the other box, you know, what, what's the use of, you know, I mean, I mean, if, if this is the only 10 and a half there, you know, and you can't find the other one, long story short, I bought these. They lost my credit card. I'm standing right in front of them. And, and, and I go, You haven't given me my credit card back. She goes, Yeah, I did. And I said, No, you didn't. Because the terminal on the outside was busted, right? So she starts looking around what slipped down in. She literally looks at me in, 10 times and tells me that I lost the credit card. Lost it. Yeah. So now flash forward. Okay. Not a real good buying experience, right? Walk out with one pair, not, not, not good customer service. They're sending me the other pair. I get the other pair yesterday, wrong size. So, I mean, I hate to tell you, if you're going to offer that kind of service today, we're going into a time to where I won't go back. Yeah, my and I've probably bought a hundred pair of shoes from Foot Locker through the years. Won't go back. And they wonder why Amazon keeps kicking their butt. Won't go back. <laughs> I might go in there and try them on and see if they fit, and then order them off online. You know. Now, by comparison, a, a company I use um, that I found through Amazon, I buy shoes through them. Unbelievable customer service. Follow up everything else. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. You get a confirmation email before they. I mean, everything's just laid out. So. So let's jump into this is that multiple I, I've witnessed multiple economic slowdowns in my life. You know, I'm 56 years old at the, at the time of the filming. Uh, proud 56, by the way. I like being 50 in my 50s. Um, I, I've, I've witnessed it, man. I've seen a lot. I, I remember the first I mean, we didn't have like I remember it, it, when back in the 70s, my mom was trying. My mom and grandma are going to sell our house in Colton. And we're going to move here to Big Bear because I wanted to live in the mountains, something fierce. And uh, we couldn't. You know why we couldn't? We could sell the house, but you know why we couldn't move here? Because you can buy one here. Interest rates. Yeah. Interest rates go. were like 18%. It was crazy, you know? And 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 we, you know, we we were, we were on welfare. You had to qualify. But at the time, Big Bear was probably pretty much a Section 8 town. A lot of poor people up here. The huh. county would move them up here because it was really cheap to live. And so you'd get it. So there was an enticement to move up here. Um, they had a district, they had a distribution location for our, our powdered milk that I so much <laughs> love. I still get a gag reflex when I even think about it. Matter of fact, I don't know if I can drink my coffee now because I just thought about uh -oh. the, the powdered milk. 
But it, so the 80s, I remember that. I remember that crisis hitting. I was a kid. But I remember that being talk. And I was like, I don't know what it means. You know, now I do. Could you imagine, okay, take your house right now, take your payment at 3 4%, 2%, whatever you're at, and put it at 15%. It's not the price of the house. It's that interest rate that's going to kill you. The cost of the money. That's the cost of the money. So I lived through that. I, I lived through a 90 slowdown. We had a, we had a housing slowdown again. About every five years, it would hit us. Then in the 90s, again, we had a tech bubble that hit. And so the tech bubble, do you remember that? You're probably coming out of high school. I remember it. What yeah. year did you graduate from high school? 94. Jesus. Yeah. So you're out of high school. You're <laughs> in college. So the tech bus, but see, when you're that age, you really don't pay attention to things, right? I mean, because it doesn't affect you unless right. you're, it affects your family, right? And so the tech bubble hit. And then 2009-11 hits. Now, 9-11, while it was critical for us, is because we're in an area, we had just launched another business in another industry, literally, literally months before that happened. We spent a lot of money, a couple hundred thousand dollars launching this business, and and it was all eccentric around aircraft. It was a, it was all around New Yorkers, San Francisco, Seattle, Southern California, people coming in to the area and the and the and 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 private jet, it shut down. Then we had National Guard all around our airport for a year. I mean, it just, it, it really stagnated. But this is really what's cool, is a very, very wealthy individual that we kind of set our company around, his company, Herb Allen, Allen and Company, is they reached out to us, they prepaid, and I've told this story before, they they loved our business so much, they, gave, they gifted us, they gave us 50,000 bucks, $25,000 was a credit. $25,000 was a get through the tough times. Was it, did I take it? Did I ever, did the poor me at that point in my life, I was, I was in my early thirties. I had realized that when people offered a gift like that is because they saw value. I didn't see it as a handout. I saw it because, and you know what they did, man, they used our company. We sold that company five years later and, and, and it was an amazing time. And though if, if Herb Allen's, I don't think he did it himself. I think that his staff recognized it, that we're going to be, we're the only executive transportation company ever up there. The only one. And they saw value in it. So we see all these slowdowns and then 08, right? Now, 08, where's, where's 08 critical? And I'm going to get to this. Stay tuned because I know it's kind of boring right now. Is 08 hits, we had just sold and I'd gotten out of running the detail shops in 2007. And so you yeah. want to know survival, let's talk. Yeah, you were in a weird transition, right? Oh, man, we were, we were, you know, we still had a big staff, but I would kind of taken myself out. It's been a lot of money getting the training, the, the training going. We had, we had just, we at least, uh, it was just, it was unbelievable everything that went down. But here's the thing, I didn't freak out. And my point to this is you better, you better take and partner up. And I, I'm going to tell you, not only do I understand these struggles, my pals, the people, a lot of them that you know, we, we all understand the struggles because we've been through it. And not only we've been through it, but, you know, we, yeah, we settled down. We hunkered down. We're doing it right now. We hunker down. You've seen some stuff go away. We live simple. We're preparing for it. We're not preparing for doom and gloom. We're preparing for launch mode because it's going to take and kind of shift down for a second. It's like spinning tires on a car. Once they grab, it's going to take off. And so that's where we're at. Every economic slowdown, because of my attitude and outlook and all the pals that I 
that the people that have mentored and coached me, my peers that I look up to, everybody else, we have the same exact outlook is we're not in this. We, we're not going to survive it. We're going to dominate. We're going to come out stronger on the other side. It's not about looking at this and just surviving it. Now, if you're just starting out, I know some people that came into the industry in 2008 that were brand new. They didn't just survive. They built their companies up. In 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, is that they they actually took and grabbed market share away from people that were strong, that were no longer strong. They didn't have outlooks like this. You know, two, 2008 is was a big one for me because one, that's the one I lived through that affected me. So I remember it more, right? Like how, did it affect, how did it affect you? Oh man, well, we did all right as a family for sure. Um, but the company I worked for mm. um, back then went from being a $16 million a year company to a $4 million a year that's company. A, that's kind of a big cut. Didn't happen overnight, but it happened in two years. You know, So by 2010, it was a $4 million a year company. Yeah, down to a skeleton crew. Oh yeah, we, we lost um, more than half our staff. Yep. Uh, I was not one of those, but I went at least three, maybe four years total without a pay increase of any kind. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and then my, my wife was a teacher or is a teacher still. And she was only about six years into her career back then. And uh, so the threat of layoffs for her was real because there were all sorts of district cuts and cutbacks and everything else. Well, that and that's what a lot of people don't realize is that when when, when we get into economic and listen, we're you know, we, we talked to some powerful, powerful people the last 10 days and we've kind of seen a roadmap where they're saying they think it's going. And and, and now that they're starting to open up, and they're starting to talk about it. Six weeks ago, four weeks ago, two weeks ago, they really didn't know. Now, you know, again, they're they're even wiser. They they look. I might be up to two hundred thousand feet now. You know, I used to be down in the trees. I used to be in the weeds. You know, the, the daffodils. You know, yep. these guys are space shuttle man. They they're they're international space station. They're looking at stuff. They're looking at other universes. You know, and so they're starting to talk about it, and they're starting to realize a couple simple things: in the, the inflation. The value of gold, job rates, everything else, supply and demand. This is this. It's it's not going to take and come out good. We're not going to just skip over this and and get out of it easy. It's going to be a little work to get out of it. And as long as you're willing to do the work, you're okay. So you've made some great notes here that uh, Andy kind of shared. And yeah. Uh, you know, I I was I was looking at the topic a little bit, and you know, I follow Andy Frisell. I listen to his podcast fairly regularly read his articles and stuff. And a while back, he uh, he outlined um, eight habits of mentally tough people. And so, you know, doesn't matter, like, like we said earlier, doesn't matter what you're going through, whether it's financial issues, family stuff, uh, your personal business is just in the toilet for some reason, whatever it is. But, um, but eight habits of mentally tough people. So I thought we'd talk about each one and, and kind of our point of views on them. Um, so the first one is mentally tough people challenge themselves. You know, this is really important because they don't only challenge themselves in business and growing things like, you know, when people think of challenging themselves in business, they think of, you know, the finances of marketing, of contacts, of, of SOPs, of, and all those things are part of it. But challenging yourself comes in your personal life, too. It's it's what what you're doing, what I'm doing right now, watching what we eat, getting back into better shape. Listen, I've had this stupid thyroid thing going for, oh, it's probably been going for 20 years, but it's been raging for three years. I can sit here and boo-hoo, or I can, I've tried everything under the, under the, under the planet to change it. 
is my horse. I'm jumping on at 56 years old, hadn't ridden in 30 years. I'm learning something new. The things that you ch that challenge yourself is not just it's not just the business side of things. It's everything around. It's challenging yourself. Andy's big into it of reading every single right. day of studying. But I love this thing is do things that require significant effort. Listen, if you're going to if any time, I don't care if the economy's at a, a, a peak like we just, we've seen it. It's been I've never seen anything like we've seen what, what since COVID. I mean, look at the restaurants is the people that survived are are you can't get into a good restaurant it, it right. is packed prices in the best restaurants have not lowered their quality they've raised their prices and kept their quality at that or improved it even in their experience is that they've improved their experience they the, the all those things take a significant we talked about it um you know a, a heart of service uh having a, a, a heart uh for things that requires significant effort. Hiring the right people, it requires a significant effort. Uh, it's surviving, taking and making it through. Maybe you're brand new. Maybe maybe you're 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 young. You're 20 years old. Maybe you're 50 years old, and and you just gave up your career, or you're you're a young person. You just gave up your job and you went into business full time. It's okay. Be willing to go back and make this your side gig just for a little while. Just get through it any way you can. Survive this because. Those efforts, those those significant efforts, are going to pay off in connection with people and building people's trust up. It takes time. It's a, and, it, and it sounds crazy. It's really not hard work. It's just being honest with yourself. Um, I like that. And then right with that is developing the new skills. Yep. I mean, it's listen. Is maybe you're kind of shy. Maybe you don't like to speak in front of somebody. Maybe you don't. You know. Maybe you don't know how to build a website. All those things are learnable. They're right. teachable. And if you're if you're if you're teachable, you can learn these things is is I always tell people our middle daughter got a full ride Air Force scholarship. And I think a, a big reason myself, I don't know if she'd agree or not, um, but Toastmasters, she she learned to speak. We She she jumped into that in high school. And and she I, I remember going to the, to the finals down in Palm Springs, California for the state finals. And she was so upset because I think she took top three. She didn't take the top position. But every other kid up there came up there with notes, and she didn't know allow. She didn't know notes were allowed, so she went up and ab lived her whole thing without notes. So who really won? Does that make sense in my yeah. eyes? She won. But is is those new skill sets? There's if you need to learn it, there's somebody or 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 an organization that will teach it. Well, and think about this. You know, none of you guys were born detailers. You guys no. all learned that skill, whether whether you went out and got training. Or whether you, you know, turn on YouTube or just learn mom it on and dad's your own. car when you're a kid. That's right. You know? But you taught yourself, or you 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 stepped up and got educated. Yeah. You know? Let's go back even further than that. The first second that 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 doctor pulled you out, slapped you on the ass, and you started breathing. That was the first time. Yep. That was <laughs> you. You start. I mean, they slapped you, uh, and 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 got you breathing, and you'd never breathed before. But you're learning as you go. Everything, everything in life is about learning as you go, and developing new skill sets is absolutely critical. Here's the thing: is, is what you learn during tough times will take and propel you through the good times. Is that you're just going to gobble up good market share, and the next one's really important. Number three is reliant. Be self-reliant, and yeah. and so you know it. What this means is, you know, it, none of us are going to do this solo. You're gonna you're gonna need help. 
uh, you're going to need you're going to need people to back you up. And we sell we say self-employed, but but in self-made. But are you really self-employed? Are you really are you really self-made is the answer to that. And, and maybe I didn't feel this way 20 years ago, but the answer to that is no and no is that I, we, we've had so we have so many people lifting us and pushing us. And at least the smart people do is that you got so many people you're learning off, even if it's silent learning, if you're just observing. And I've done so much of that during my career, my life still do it. We had such an amazing group here last week. We've had just amazing groups this whole year. Really, my whole life has been around amazing people. But my takeaways from people, it just it. I, I end the week and I've got notes from people that are here to learn. I'm learning from them. As much as we're dishing out is that I, I have 10 takeaways every single time we put a training on that is, I won't call it life-changing, but it's it's an impact. Those items make an impact. Yep. Uh, next one, uh, number two. Uh, so mentally tough people focus on what they can control. Your, so pretty, mu pretty much you don't focus on the things that are out of your control. Your mind. First off, yeah. you got total control. Nobody else does. Is that, you know, last night I had a, I, I, I didn't sleep super, super, I had a lot of stuff on my mind. That, that's me. Finally, I just said, come on, really? What? Why is this even on your mind? I went to sleep. I went to sleep. So what you allow in your mind or what you don't put in your mind, that, that that's the first thing you got to control. The other thing is when times get a little tough is your fear, you know, is your anxiety. Is just take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. This isn't life or death. It's life or death of your income, but if you're willing to go hustle it and find a side gig, maybe make this your side gig. There's reality. Is I I I've got two people I'm thinking of right now that, that launched in 2008. Oh man, I'm thinking to myself, God, these these guys are these guys are this is going to be tough. And you know what they did is they never they didn't get rid of their day job. They kept their day jobs and they kept building up and building up, and they built they built a foundation. And I think it was in 2010, not even two years later, they gave up their their site, their 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 day jobs and went full time into business. And they were patient and they allowed others to help build them. They got referrals. They did all the right things and 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 they made all the right efforts. And it really paid off is that your actions, your personal development, what you do to build yourself up. You can't just go into business, put a sign out and. In, you know, the old field of dreams, you know, build it and they'll yep. come. It ain't going to happen. Is You're going to have to get out there and you're going to have to educate people. You're going to have to be kind of sharp at, at marketing. If you don't know marketing, you have to take some class. There's so many cool marketing courses out there now. You know, it's, it's funny because through the last four years, I have never, I've, I've gone through a lot of training. I went through a lot of military and search and rescue training this year. School. And I was back in school. We didn't have any of those classes over COVID is that, or they are limited. We had mm -hmm. them, but they're super limited. And I didn't want to sit in there with eight people, you know, 20 feet apart with mask on a gas mask and rubber gloves and, and everything else. So I kind of delayed that, but you know, this is the first time I haven't physically been back to a junior college or university. I think my whole life, this is the longest span I've had without going back to school. And, and at, at this point is that, is, is there's so many great marketing classes. Um, I took code classes back in 06, 07 to hmm. learn code because we were we were building websites. Uh, we couldn't find good website builders at the time. And uh, we had we had friends of ours that I picked their brain, Jody and Rod up in 
in Idaho. I'd pick their brain, but I knew I had to do this on my own. It was a big website and I just had to learn it. So I started taking code classes. I found a platform that really didn't need code, but you did every once in a while. And I built a website and it was a very functional, uh, high producing website. And so it was a new skill set. Cool. Um, next one. Uh, what do you call it? They learn from their failures. That's a big one. Yeah. Because I'll tell you is I've got, if you look at all the things that is that we miss on is there's a lot more misses than there are hits mm -hmm. is that I'm willing to go out there. I don't look at those as failures. I look at every opportunity, even when we get, if, if we get a situation to where we can learn from it in business, we go out and we miss a target completely is that we, we, we look at it afterwards. You know, we do an after action report. We do a debrief on it. We look at it. We try to grow from it. Um, and, and that's huge. It, and there's times even that, even in recent times that really I've owned shit just to own shit, just to get stuff done, just to get it behind us. There's going to be those times you just got it. You just, Hey, you know what? Even if, even if you don't feel you're hundred percent, it's with a customer, it's with, it doesn't matter, uh, within a relationship, if you can be the bigger person and, and take out from it and end any kind of drama that, that starts pushing you ahead again, instead of stalls you out. Just own that shit. You know, don't stop trying to make a point is trying to make a point is and a lot of times it's amateur hour is just move ahead, own your shit, take note of it, write it down, learn from it. Don't make those same mistakes again. Yep. Yeah. Apply, apply those lessons learned. Right. Yep. Uh, the next thing that mentally tough people do is they keep their promises. And this is not only to others, but to, to yourself. That is the biggest one is keeping your promises to yourself. There's, I, I can only think of a, maybe a handful, a couple handful of times to where I haven't kept my word in business. And to this day, there, there's, there's situations in, back in my career. And it wasn't, it wasn't uh, obscenely wrong things. I just didn't believe wholeheartedly in what I was offering. Does that make sense? And so it wasn't even that I didn't keep my promise. I just didn't keep my oath to myself or my customer. I knew... That was an okay thing, but it wasn't great. And I really concentrated on, on the great things and not the okay things. And those things still to this day, I don't go back, but I learn from them. And so I, I, I keep them in my memory because I, I don't like the taste of them. So I can still, you know, how you eat something and like you'll wake up the next morning, you know, there's a little, <laughs> you know, coming up is that's a good reminder that that wasn't a good situation. When those burps, when yeah. those after action burps come up, and, and you remember those things or are those, those are directions not to go again. And so I like to, 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 to remember those things, but don't get caught up on them. Yeah. It's uh, that, that heartburn, right? Don't, uh, don't eat yep. that crap again. Right. You know, since my, my new diet, I haven't had any heartburn. What's that telling you? Body's responding. Yeah, that's you know? right. All right. Next one. I'm number five. So mentally tough people don't make excuses. Is, is it, it it's real easy to pass the buck. It's it, that's the easiest thing to do. It's again, amateur hour is that, you know, if you can make, I, I've got a saying and I try to even spread this throughout our companies right now is don't say no. Is that when I, when I'm a customer of a company, I don't, I don't like to hear, I don't think any of us like to hear no, but instead what I'll say is and, and kind of no is kind of an excuse to me is that when somebody comes up and says, Hey, I'd like to have this car, you know, can you, my budget's about 300 bucks. Can I get, can I get it done for that? I don't like to say no, because that's such a blunt wall, right? Instead, what I'll do is I'll say, okay, let's, let's define, 
detail a little bit. What I can do for 300 is this, give them alternative. And, 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 and while that is, is no excuse is that even with myself is that I'm not going to take, I don't like to say no to myself. I'll say, how do I get over this? How do I climb it? You know, right behind us, just, just to the North is a huge hill and I haven't done it this year because we got so busy and I, I need to get back into it. And this is coming back into my hiking time right now. But there's a hill, and there it's about 2,300 vertical feet right behind us. And I was known about once a week, I just go out, take off, get up it, and I tried a new route every time. There's really no trails, and there's a lot of bouldering. And I'd get several times, I remember coming down about a year ago, and I'm coming down, and it's just before dark, and I ran into about an 80-foot drop. And I could go back up, or I was trying to find a way down to the side. I found... I wanted to get down and beat the sun, the sunset down, you know, was the deal. And so I was like, okay, uh, let's get out of my comfort zone. So I sent up a rappel line. I set up a bailout line of equipment that I, I went back up and retrieved it, by the way, because it was about 20 bucks worth of equipment. Um, and I just took, put my ropes on and, 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 and got right down that hillside. I didn't make an excuse for myself. There you go. Is I wanted to challenge myself and make it hard on myself. Uh, and it was kind of cool. And, and I did it with, if you, if you guys know, a rigger's belt, which is really uncomfortable. And it wasn't a straight vertical. It was probably, you know, a 70, 70 degree slope. So pretty much straight down, but it, it, it was not a comfortable exit. Yeah. But I made it home and I kept my promise to myself and I didn't have an excuse. Awesome. Uh, I was just reading a comment here. Uh, we got a... Uh comment here that says dirty mike and the boys was the best group we had this year. i'm telling you dirty mike and the boys man <laughs> yep yeah, yeah, that soup kitchen man i'll tell you it was something else <laughs> hey guys some uh, people know what i'm talking about others won't um all right so number six is uh, uh you know uh mentally tough people have a never quit attitude so they you know no matter what they just don't quit and so you know again as you go back to i think my lessons as a young person getting in and seeing some of the, the horrific things that we saw that humans do to humans humans do to themselves um how freaking stupid some people can be especially now we call it you know the uh, uh search and rescue by cell phone and so we got into probably 20 25 years ago where these people would put themselves in horrible dangerous positions and rely on their cell phone to come get them you know and that's sometimes we can do it it's definitely helped uh in that situation but you know the people that quit died the people that had this amazing outlook on life i had amazing energy had purposes is is that's the other thing is when you go to quit what's your purpose what are you doing this for and i'll tell you one of them better be yourself and you better have your limits is that so many people they, they want to do it for their spouses their kids their family all these different things those are all noble items, but you're going to damage yourself if there's not you in that recipe is that you've got to be doing this for freedom among yourself without becoming enslaved in your business. Because listen, a lot of people will take and quit their grind only to grind twice as hard. They'll quit their grind to be their own boss, to reduce stress, only to stress themselves out or kill themselves is that you've got to take in and, and, and never quit but you can't quit making your business better and you can't quit on making your business build a better life. Right. And you can't quit on making yourself better. Nope. Not, not at all. Business. Not at all. 
Uh, so next item, this one's big for me right now for what I'm working on with myself, but uh, uh, mentally tough people learn to live with discomfort. Is I think discomfort, if there's going to be a, when I met Diane, is that I remember as we were starting to get more serious, I just, I told her, hey, I'm, I'm a habitual entrepreneur and, and I'm going to take you to Everest eventually. But in the meantime, we're going to hit, we're going to hit sea level. Uh, we're going to go to Mount Whitney, which is the highest mountain here in Southern California. And we're probably going to come down to sea level again in Death Valley. Is there's going to be, there's going to be, we're young, I'm young, I'm going to take some big risk. And, and ironically, the first big risk I took, we did. We hit Mount McKinley in, in Alaska, which is 20, 000, over 20,000 feet. We're back in Death Valley three, two years later. I mean, it, it, it re- that, we've never hit a, a, big, a big hit like that since then. But I, I warned her right beforehand yeah. is I was a risk taker. And I knew when I was younger that I had. And, and looking back, was that silly? Yeah, yeah, I didn't need to take that big a risk, but it was worth it. I wouldn't go back and change it. You know, I'd like to have that money back. Uh, but the experience it gave me and the people I met, uh, I got to tell you, in the long run, this is part of, the, you know, going back to not quitting, is in the long run, that really paid off. I mean, that really, that exposure. And we still, to this day, you know, Chris will tell you straight out, man, I, I'm, there's a, we're going over. I got a whole new list of ideas, you know, that, that, that I want to go over with you. I wouldn't I'm, have one. I'm, I'm, call, I'm calling it, <laughs> I'm calling it loose ends. That, that, that's the notes page that we're going to go over today. And so, you know, is, is learn to be discomfort. Now, a thing that I've always done is in my personal life every day, I walked into this morning, I'm getting ready to, to, to take a, a, a shower it's funny. And, and she walks in. <laughs> And, and, and she gets in the shower and she goes, wow, the shower is warm for you. I said, no, I had it on completely cold. And she goes, you're nuts. Because every day I always in my showers is I turn it to cold and, 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 and get uncomfortable. The reason why is that if you're used to, this is my theory, if you're used to discomfort, it's like, uh, so, uh, what, what's that? Andy's got that program, 75 Hard. Yeah. Is that, you know, it's that is really about, it's not about losing weight or getting, and you just mentioned it. This isn't just going to take in make you a hot, uh, desirable husband to your wife, you know, is that it's going to make you mentally tough. When you get through this, when you get your ideal weight, you're going to be mentally tougher. You're going to be able to say no to things that were tempting before. And that's yeah. as, as is important. The health concerns, the physical health concerns are important. The mental side of it that you're going to gain is massive. Well, and it, and it, it, it brings down to one of the items here to, to discuss is that, you know, right now, it's uncomfortable for me to say no to all these foods, to not eat, to, to be a little hungrier than I usually am, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But in the end, I'm going to gain comfort. Oh, yeah. You know, on the backside. Absolutely. Right? So discomfort's going to lead to comfort. And it, it, it and, and, and who knows what you're doing for the, the lifespan of your, with your family and yourself, the gift that you're giving yourself. You know, we're watching a series I love to have when I was working on, you know, just adding, you did most of the notes on this one. Did a great job, by the way. Uh, but when I was going through it last night, just adding little tidbits to it, we're watching a series called Alone. Have you ever watched it? Mm-hmm. It's really fascinating. It's a survival show, and they put these ten, these ten individuals out in these pretty, pretty gnarly positions out by themselves. They're alone in the wilderness, and this one they're out at they call it Grizzly Island up in in Canada, and they're at this lake and they're by themselves. And there's grizzly bears. As a matter of fact, it's migration time where these bears are coming into the, to the lake to get salmon, and the salmon. There was a huge landslide and there's no salmon this year. So the bears are hungry and they're looking at these guys like, you know, you could be a good little snack, you know, (laughs) 
And, and, and it's funny because the discomfort, you've got some serious, serious survivalists. And I love watching it because um, a lot of them, the, the hardcore is that one of the guys on, on the series, we're watching, I mean, it's literally the first series, was military, and he made a great observation. He says, you know, he says, the reason why I just tapped out was that when I was in the military, it wasn't an option. You had to stay there. This was too easy. I have too many important things. I've got my kids and my wife at home, and it wasn't mandated that I stay here and abuse my body and my mind. There was an exit out. And in the beginning of your business, you've also got to limit yourself. I see people that go at it. And there's a reason why so many businesses fail in the first 10 years is that they make it through year five because they're just they're overworking this thing is that they're just they're basically enslaved by their business. And, and I say that with all respect because I've been there. But by year 10, they're just over it and they never want to go back into it again. And so while it's cool to watch people build a business up is when I when I watch people build a business and they're enslaved, not impressive is that you have got to have a business that is enslaved to you, not that you're enslaved to it. It's got to take and build up your life. You don't need to be its life. If you're the entire breathing mechanism for that company and you can't ever turn it off, is that you're going to be an, either you're, you're a soloist and you have no life and I hope you get to the end and you're happy, but I doubt it. I think, I think you're going to be pretty miserable. Yep. All right, last one, number eight, is uh, dream big, and and that's you know so so tough people dream big. They don't just settle for mediocre dreams. You know, I'm going to add one to it because this is something I've really you dream constantly. Is that not knowing? I I heard this um, with with Andy and um, what's what's um, oh shit, what's his partner's name? Ed Milet. Yeah, Ed Ed is that one of the things that I really love is I watch real estate all over the country and even some different spots in the world that are just, I just love it. I watch and I, I love, I love watching what's going on right now. It's just really cool is you can see the markets that really blew up. that don't have any industry behind. There's so much you can learn. I also watch the car industry, you know, mm -hmm. bring a trailer, a couple of other ones, the other auction that you got me hooked on cars and bids. Yeah. Cars <laughs> and bids. There's other ones. And so I, I really watch those. Well, Andy and Ed were talking months and months ago, and that's they send each other properties all the time. And we both listened to a uh, a, a private thing they did where Ed was talking about he, he bought a $20 million house sight unseen. Mm -hmm. Did you hear that? And and so, you know, it's 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 really cool to see the habits of 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 wealthy people and then not even knowing it is that on a minuscule on a minuscule level, I know you watch the, the real estate business in your local area, but also in Idaho, you know, yep. and so forth, is that you've got to feed your mind. So I've got back background noise. I, I, I'm usually reading something, but real estate to me is really entertaining, and it's a part of our, our getter, bigger picture. The biggest thing that I struggled with is coming from my background. I think anybody's background, it really doesn't matter, is that I really had a problem thinking I deserved those big dreams. You know, when Ed said that I bought a $20 million house, uh, you know, sight unseen is, is, is 10, 15 years ago is that I wouldn't even thought about that. Now I think about what's holding me back from doing the same thing. Does that make sense? $20 million. $20 million. No, 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 it's no, 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 no. It's about $18 million. So about 17 million is holding me back, you know, 
about 17 million. But my point to that is, is that if you keep yourself in that, if you keep yourself in a $500,000 house in your mind, you're going to stay in that $500,000 house your whole life. Nothing wrong with it. If that's your goal, They're, listen, and here's the other bullshit thing is that don't let other people, influencers, especially in social media, guys like gurus and everything else. Uh, I love Tony Robbins has a, had a, had a thing on that. He said that he's not your guru. And, 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 and that's so true is, is don't make other people your guru, make yourself your guru. And be, be, just because Ed Myatt's going out and buying a, a $20 million house, that doesn't mean that's your reality. It, do, it, mean, it doesn't mean that you can't do it. Maybe you don't want to do it. Well, I have no interest in going and buying a, a, a $20 million home. None. That's a lot of upkeep. That, that's a lot of uh, – see, and that's how I look at it is that – and and here's the thing is I've got other plans for my life that could I go out and make something like that happen? Absolutely. Do I want to? No. Is I'm at the stage – even when I was younger, I was too busy skiing – I wanted to take and build a life with a small business that could afford to give me the life. What did I want to do? Be in the outdoors. I wanted to ski. When I, I'm talking when I was really young. That's continued. I lost it for a little bit, you know, but it's it's. I got my ski pass for this year up on the desk. Just got it in the mail yesterday. I can't well, wait. Well, hopefully you get some snow. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> we almost got some last night. It's We had a hard freeze last night. And so, you know, it's is is my biggest, my biggest challenge – has been to allow myself to dream a little bigger is not to box myself in. And I think a lot of people listening, probably you've got that same outlook, especially for those of us who are blue collar is there's no reason you've got to box yourself into that. The other thing is, is if you're young, stop comparing yourself to people 20 years older than you. And also there's no reason for you to wait is that you, you can do anything you want at any age you want. doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter, but I'm going to tell you right now, hang around with smart people be the dumbest person at the table, allow yourself to think, be realistic, but, but hit huge when I, and there's goals I don't share with anybody. They're in my mind, but I share them with a few or, or a couple, not even a few, a couple people, you know, that are my big goals. I think that's really important too, that you share that. Yep. Um, you know, one of the, one of the notes I have down here is that, you know, when you pursue big dreams, it, it means that you have to have big actions to get there. Right. So that's yeah. part of it. That's part of what's making, you know, building that mental toughness. Absolutely. So. And, and, and not only that, but you've got to have the people surrounding you. And so you've either got to have, I mean, it's going to start out with you and your dream. You're going to have to build it from there, but they're going to have to have the right people uh, to make that dream. And then you got to, you got to know that that team's going to maybe grow. How big do you want that team? You know, is mm -hmm. that we don't spread out, you know, this way, is my businesses aren't going to go this way. They're, they're going this way. And so we're going to do a lot with a little. That's how I want things. That's how I envision. I, 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 I had 30 something staff members at one time and I hated every second of it. Yeah. I just, it wasn't for me. Um, you know, when the mafia got to a, to a certain size, I had to go to the, to the members of the mafia and say, look, I don't know how to run a big group like this. I have no idea. There's people, you know, Harry, that ran a you know police union with hundreds and hundreds of police officers. He knew how to run it, you know, and so he took off with it. And the reason why is, is I just didn't know how to do it, and he did. And so that realization that doesn't mean that you weren't a, a still a big part of your organization. It just means that you were you were being truthful with yourself of what your, your abilities were. 
or are. Yep. And so the one thing that I've learned through all of this, and we'll go out of here, is that it's 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 when, when we come into tough times and tough times, again, economic or you're growing your business, maybe competition comes in and kind of turns up the heat a little bit, is the one thing I've always learned is to dominate, is that you've got to dominate the conversations uh, in your market. You've got to dominate. You're going to have to do things you don't want to do. You're going to have to dominate on the social media, but not just by putting useless posts up but by educating, by having empathy, by having connections, uh, by making people laugh. I love, I love when a company has a little bit of humor mm -hmm. and especially a company that I'm a fan of, you know, you, again, a, a prime example of this is you look at Chick-fil-A and their, and their billboards with, you know, the cows, you know, eat more chicken. Yeah. Eat, eat, yeah. Yeah. And so you look at that, how creative was that? And I, I remember getting a, a, a real chuckle out of it when those when those first came out. Uh, there's all kinds of illustrations. There's one I love to share with. I think it was Maserati had an ad in Cigar Aficionado that had this beautiful woman, the silhouette. She's in lingerie. And you've heard this one before. Mm -hmm. And it says, come on, you know, you're not her first. But does it really matter? Yeah, and, and it was for pre-owned cars. Yeah, it was, you know, Maserati pre-certified used car or certified used cars. And I thought, oh, my God. I mean strong message right but i mean it made me laugh and i you know, i don't that was probably a decade ago and i still yeah. think of that ad to today and so when you when you think about all those different factors is that when you're when 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 we're in a time like we are right now or any time it's no time to coward you can't you can't go into hiding is is that going into hiding and putting your head in the sand is only going to make everything absolutely 100 times worse 100 times worse um, it's no blame game is that you own this. It's a hundred percent. You, nobody else did it. Your staff didn't do it. Uh, a wicked partner didn't do it. Uh, a spouse didn't do it. If you're screwing up, it's you and get over that right, right now. Just address it and go with it. You have one goal thrive. That's it. There's one goal. You've got to thrive. Uh, it, if it takes a part-time gig, good. If it takes turning your, your full-time gig into a part-time and go and find something full-time until this, until the, Whatever you're going through passes, good. Go do it. Um, survive. At all costs, survive. You've got to get through it because on the backside, you got to remember, there's a lot of talkers in all the industries right now. I don't care what you – look at Foot Locker. I, I, I talked about my horrible experience I had at Foot Locker is that I can't imagine they're gaining market share right now. And, I, and, no. and listen, they can't afford for people to walk in and walk out like I just did is that it had been a while since I've been in there because my last experience wasn't great. This one was downright horrible. And so you've got to look at this is that as we as consumers are, we have a higher expectation. You've got to be meeting or really ideally, you've got to go over the top of that expectation, period. It, it doesn't do that. You know, uh, you just mentioned something. You can't afford to have people walk out their door. Nobody really can. Mm -hmm. once, once you start thinking that way, that, you know, you don't need that guy. Mm -mm. It's dangerous. Now, with that being said, there's people you don't want in your business, well, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's people that surround you you just don't want there. But you don't want people leaving because of a exact what I walked into, you know, is that just just an absolute horrible culture. You know, it was just it was just now it might be maybe here's the other factor is, is that their audience is the 20 something crowd. Maybe I'm not their audience anymore, you know. That could be it. But well, I'll tell you what, I couldn't imagine owning a business 
where I'm spending that kind of what audience has the money now. Yeah. The, the, the 20 something crowd, 30 something crowd might be putting out the 150, $200 shoes, $300 shoes. Maybe that's the case. But to me is that when you alienate and treat a, a person that's spending money like that, uh, that's a bad thing. That's a real bad thing. And then lastly is surround yourself with the entire, entirely the right people is that is I knew that, um, I had great friends my whole life. I've had just absolutely fantastic friends. And some of my childhood friends are still really close friends. Um, but there was, there was, there was in there, in that mix, my entire life has been some poisonous people. And you've got to take and be able to recognize that. And, and that's something I haven't been really, really good at. You know, you're warned, your, your own warning signs, the little lights in your, in your brain go off, kind of warning you about people is that you've got to be able to surround yourself with people that have been through shit that you just haven't witnessed yet and get smart through them. And that's probably the best thing that I've ever, even to, the, to today is that I rely on people is that I've had, I would say in the last, in the last 10 days, I've spoke with three of the four most influential, uh, no, 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 that's not right. Three of the six, Half of the, the people that helped build me into the person and entrepreneur I am, I spoke to in the last 10 days. I've gone back to them because I wanted to see what they're thinking because I've lived through a lot. They've lived and witnessed a lot more and they're, and they're a lot wiser than I am. So with that, tomorrow we're down at detailing.com. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I am. I am. We, <laughs> you, you, and, you and Kyle Clark from PNS are going to be down there. Yep. So we're going to be doing an event. So if you want to go to that, check out their website. It is a uh, a slightly uh, pay-to-play event on coatings. Kind of a new topic. We're going to go over and talk about how to fix coatings, you yep. know, and and uh, what to do when to uh, kind of maintain coatings. And uh, when you get high spots or if you want to polish out or if you want to compound a coating, uh, what the options are. So we're going to be there. Um, SEMA's right. Uh, how many how many people will we have for our party Wednesday night at SEMA? Uh, when I last checked yesterday, 499. Wow, so almost 500 people. Yeah, right? yeah I'm sure it's over that. So it's going to be, you know, for those that are going to SEMA, is we have our, our annual uh, get-together on Wednesday evening. It's, uh, it's an amazing, amazing event. We've got some great people that are helping us to put this on. Uh, we make it free of charge. Uh, you do have to RSVP. Uh, but we're going to do some uh, about six giveaways with combined packages. Some of them are worth, you know, a lot of money. Uh, some of these these gift packages that we're going to be giving away. Uh, SEMA's right there. I mean, so it's yep. going to be, I mean, the first week of November, uh, we're there. There's there's so many things going on, so many cool things going on. The Mafia's got our main event uh, that Saturday. Yeah, we do, a, we do a private education event that Saturday, so everybody stays in town next day longer. We've got a a guest speaker coming in. He's an expert on customer service. Yeah. Relationship so. Velcro. I love that. When yep. my, Mike, Mike says that I just, in his book, you know, I'm going through the third read right now and I'm putting all my notes back in there. So we've got him. Mike's going to do a, a work class. And then, and then believe it or not, I mean, at a wink of an eye is we're going to be at mobile tech. I mean, it's not that yeah, far it's out. It's not that far. It really isn't. And Already so working on it. boy, I'll tell you, <laughs> yeah, it's unreal. So, Hey, uh, everybody, if you enjoyed this, make sure to hit like, subscribe, uh, share it. And again, we love your comments. Uh, so you can send me a personal email, Rennie, R-E-N-N-Y, at detailingsuccess.com. Chris, any uh, exiting words on this? No, I don't think so.
I think we, we covered it pretty good. You know, it seemed, it, seemed it, to go well. It is. It, it, and, and it was a great subject. And again, is that, you know, don't freak out, man. I mean, these setbacks uh, in the economy are actually opportunities. And so people are, you know, I, 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 I'll be talking to people and they'll kind of look around and they'll say, hey, man, how hard do you think it's going to hit? Oh, shit, nobody knows. You know, and they really no. don't. And honestly, I mean, just it, it, it's the old adage. It's not about what, what, what you make. It's about what you spend. Just get your spending in control. Remember who you are. Uh, balance everything out. Don't go, don't go crazy. Um, live within your means, and you'll be fine. And just be dedicated to making it happen. So, we want to thank everybody. Uh, PNS again, uh, Team Double Black. Uh, they make this possible. All of our supporters. So many people in the industry. So hey, did you see? I got a couple new pieces up there. That old Chevy. Yeah. Is that yeah. cool? And a uh, little, a few antiques. We do, and then. Uh, George Washington is one of my heroes. Uh, I think is, is, is I've done a lot of studying on him. So I found that bank. I'm not sure what it's. Uh, I got to see if I can find it. Uh, I think it's probably from the 50s or 60s. There you go. But if, George Washington Bank. Yeah. So I think it's it's pretty old. Uh, but I'll have to take and, and see if I can find it somewhere and see how uh, how old it is. But we want to thank everybody. Uh, make sure uh, we'll be back next week. And then uh, stay tuned. Go in on RSVP. Go over to Detailing Detailing Success. Where's Where's the RSVP for the party? Uh, you can find it on Detailing Success Instagram. Just go to the, the link in bio. Uh, there's also an event page on the Detailing Success Facebook page. So it should be pretty easy to find. Cool. All right, everybody, you guys take care. Have a uh, powerful rest of the week. We'll talk to you next time. Chris, thanks, buddy. Yep. See you we'll guys. See you guys.